bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel is the best in sports betting advice. He will send you what the what to bet on, who to bet with, as in what bookmaker has the best odds, how many units of your bankroll to bet on that bet, and in most cases he'll tell you why he thinks this is the bet to take on the day. There's four packages: bronze, um, silver, gold, and black. And there's also a global package that you can have uh, singularly, or you can attach to your package. All right, now this is this is unprecedented. The the work this guy does. He he was a full-time gambler for five years, just making an absolute killing. He's been restricted from all bookmakers. That's how much he was killing. So instead of doing the gambling himself, he's bringing his knowledge to you to make the same killing that he made. I've been personally restricted from one bookmaker so far, um, which was a heartbreaking time for me, but hey, this dude this dude paid for for me to attend a, a well, he didn't pay for it, but I, through his advice, I got the money to pay for a boys trip to Melbourne, um, a bunch of new furniture in this new house, a new studio, um, so th this is the type, this is the type of money we're bringing in, you know, getting restricted from bookmakers, dude, you know what kind of bread you got to be bringing in to, for that to happen? It's wild. You want to, you want to join this fucking phenomenon, phenomena, you go to betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash, welcome to the potty, that's P-O-D-D-Y. Um, enter promo code potty exclusive 50 that's potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription please go through the link the link's also in my bio um, well not in my bio but in the welcome to the potty bio on Instagram um, please go through the link um, so I can get the credit and you can support the podcast through there also if you, if you want to continue to support the podcast um, you can go to welcome to slash store and buy yourself a, uh, a t-shirt, uh, unsourced, it's pretty dope, it's pretty stylish, um, uh, it's been reported in the news as um, it adds an extra um, between 10 and 20 swag points and um, you know one to two inches on your, on your big fat dong as well. Um, it's butter soft and I'm talking about that butter that's been sitting out next to the refrigerator not in it, it is soft as fuck dude, soft as baby shit. You want one of these, you'll be, dude, you ever get in trouble, dude? You ever get, dude, do you have a, do you have an auntie that, that hugs you too much? This t-shirt's so soft, dude, all you need to do is bend your knees and you'll slip right out of that hug, bro. So go there and guess what? 50% of all proceeds for the month of January will be going to the country fire service to help fight these ridiculous fires um, in Australia right now. So uh, go ahead, buy yourself this stylish soft tea and um, you know, 50% of that will be going to charity. Let's start the show. Welcome to the park. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, 
the goddamn master splinter of podcasting. If you don't know who Master Splinter is, he's the uh, the rat in um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I don't mean rat as in snitch. I mean the master. He's the, the sensei. Um, but I'm no sensei, dude. The only reason I called myself that today is because I got a splinter this morning. I went to Bunnings and bought some wood and I got a splinter. And dude, for something that is so small, it hurts so much. And that's what she said. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> man, that was corny, bro. Man, you corny. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got a splinter this morning. I had to get some tweezers, get that shit out. It was just in my finger there and it's all good now. But, um, yeah, I got a little bit of timber in my, uh, my rude finger. And, you know, that's my most used finger, dude. I use it for, um, you know, telling people to go fuck themselves. I use it to say hello to most of my friends. Um, and I use it also for, um, you know, late night activity. So that's, I'm the master splinter of podcasting is basically what I'm trying to say, dude. I'm sipping on this coffee again. Um, as you, as you cannot see, we're still not filming. Um, we're still trying to repair all the soundproofing after the blazing summer, uh, melted it off the walls. So, um, uh, that was pretty much what I was doing all night last night after work, came home and, um, was, yeah, putting together these panels and, um, you know, we've started on the door and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just take it from there and the welcome to the potty sign's still up behind me, but yeah, you won't see anything because I don't want this patchy background, you know, I want it to look professional in the YouTube, in the YouTubes. Um, so that's basically why we haven't done any um, YouTube's for a while, but my mom's calling. So let me just pause this and I'll be right back. Okay. So that was about a, uh, two to three hour intermission there. Um, mom ended up actually coming over and, uh, we, you know, had a coffee and, uh, I don't know. I did all types of shit, man. Showed her around the garden and all that good shit. But, um, yeah, we're back at it like a bad habit. Um, that's most of the day. That is most of the day taken up. So, Let's fucking crack on with it, shall we? Uh, this week, uh, I had my first ever raw comedy competition um, heat. Uh, and I, I'll tell you now, I didn't get through. I didn't get through. Um, there is a chance that I'll get wild carded uh, in a couple of weeks to, um, to go into the final. Um, but uh, I guess at this stage, we can assume that I'm not in the final. I didn't make it through. Um, I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to make excuses. I didn't have high expectations going into it. Um, it was good to be able to do a set in a pressure situation. Cause obviously I've never, I've never had to do that. Do, do a set for that's like, you know, for a competition as such or anything. So that was cool. I got nervous and I, I got through it. I didn't, I didn't freeze. I didn't forget my, any material. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was by luck of the draw. I was the first up, which isn't, it's not a dope space to be. So you think about when you go to a comedy show, there's a, there's a, an opener, a feature and a headliner, right? Um, and basically for this, I was the opener, which, which sucks because people, the seats aren't filled. People are still walking in while you're performing. 
Um, no one's got any drinks in them yet. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not an easy gig to do. Um, Hey, and that's fine. I love a challenge. And I, I think I did well given the circumstances. Um, but I'll tell you this, the person who did win, um, as soon as his set finished, I was like, he's got it. Um, so I guess I'm not disappointed in who, who did win. Cause it could have, there was, you know, there was some pretty average shit that went up on the stage to be, to be, just be honest with you. Um, and, uh, yeah, the guy, the guy that, that got through the heat, um, yeah, he definitely deserved it. So, um, congratulations to him. Um, I, uh, I did, I, I was disappointed though, of course. I was pretty, I was pretty, uh, yeah, down about it. The wind, wind came out of the sails a bit. Um, and I emailed the, uh, one of the judges to get some feedback. And, um, to be on, like, if I'm going to be brutally, brutally honest, the feedback just wasn't, wasn't really helpful. It was, you're headed in the right direction. Um, keep, you know, keep getting stage time. Um, and I mean, that's, that's what I've been doing because I love doing it. Like I try to get as much time as I can, you know? So that just, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was going to be more technical kind of feedback, you know? Oh, you know, we didn't really, we didn't really like this. Um, you know, we had to wait too long during your setups for, you know, the punchline, you know, the punchline worked, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough of a payoff for the amount of time we had to wait or something like that. You know, I just didn't really, yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess that's kind of where, what I feel like is I, I could increase my laughs per minute. You understand that? Like a, like a KPI, key performance indicator, um, laughs per minute, LPM, right? So if I've got five minutes, um, on stage and you guys laugh five times as one laugh per minute, uh, maybe I should be getting at least three laughs per minute, you know? So then you guys get 15 laughs and you're like, fuck that guy fucking had me rolling, dude. Um, and yeah, I mean, that would have been nice to just get some feedback more specific than just keep getting stage time. You're doing well. Like, I don't know. It almost makes me think maybe I'm that shit. And they didn't want to say like, Hey, give up. They just said nothing. Get on stage more. You know, maybe I'm that bad. I don't fucking know. I don't think I'm that bad though, to be honest. It, and that's, dude. I've had these these same fucking thoughts, dude. In in basketball, dude. Because sometimes, like, your coach doesn't play you, and you've been killing it at practice and shit. And it's like, I wonder if I've even been killing it at practice. Maybe they're seeing something I'm not saying. Maybe I'm so biased towards myself that uh, that I don't even understand why I'm not playing right now. But I honestly, I don't think I'm that bad at comedy. I do think I'm green. I don't think I'm fucking, you know, Bill Burr. You know, I think I'm, I'm a fucking rookie that, that needs work for sure. But uh, yeah, sometimes it just makes you think like, fuck, maybe I'm, maybe I'm actually really shit, but I don't really fucking know it. Who knows, man? We'll find, only time will tell. Um, there's only so long that you can just bomb every night. Um, before you have to give up or kill yourself, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on in my throat. Hold on. Maybe I'll have some water. I shouldn't be trying to clear my throat directly into a fucking microphone. 
<clears throat> mm, mm, that's better, I think. There's something at the back of my throat. Hold on, hold on, guys. <laughs> wow. Now that now that is terrible for podcasting. And guess what? It's the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. It's rough, rugged, and raw out here. We don't edit shit out. So that I mean, that's just gonna be. That's just gonna be. Uh, that's just gonna be out here, dude. You know. Um, and that was a weird. That was a weird pause. That was a weird pause for me to do. But um. Ah uh, fuck! What else was I gonna say? Um. Fuck! Oh yeah, I was talking about these thoughts that I have. Right, like. Sometimes, like a thought, like a thought that's like, hey, <clears throat> there's been times because because of the bullshit, right? Like the fires that's going on right now, because of those fires and the way the government's acting, like absolute uh, cunt muscles, right? Just absolute kuns lords, just absolute George Clooney's. And let me tell you this: that's not a shot at George Clooney. I love George Clooney, but um, I used to call, and I still do call people clones um, instead of cunt so I can say it in public or like around my mother. So I'd be like, oh, what a clone, you know? Um, and then that just went to George Clooney. Um, and I guess it w- well, it went from cunt to kuns to kunzi to kunzi to Clooney to George Clooney. So that's, you know how I like to tell you guys the origin. That's the origin story of uh, clones, uh, George Clooney. Uh, so... What was I saying? Something about, something about, uh, yeah, the, uh, the government acting like absolute coons. And, and I just said coons, um, which is a racist term for uh, uh, black people. Um, and people think it's only to Aboriginals, but it's actually not. It's actually to all black people. Um, so so that's, that's a bit of uh, racism origin for you as well. Um, but yeah, these guys are having like absolute clones. And then I, then I sit back and I'm like, maybe, maybe I'm the idiot, you know, maybe I just don't understand. And the, the government's doing everything correctly. And I'm just a fucking idiot that doesn't understand. Maybe I'm retarded and I've been retarded my whole life. And just, I'm so retarded that I don't even know that I'm retarded. And I just don't feel like I'm the only person that's had that thought. Have you ever thought that you're retarded but nobody's ever told you or like you're retarded and you don't even know it because i think that sometimes dude because sometimes i'm just like this fucking idiot like i would just be thinking about some fuckwit oh this fucking dumb cunt man like and then i'll be like you know what maybe i'm the dumb cunt that doesn't maybe i don't understand you know maybe maybe i'm ignorant but i just refuse i just utterly refuse to believe that dude Dude, I have, I do have intrusive thoughts, regular thoughts about hurting myself. And I don't mean self-harm, but I like, I'll think about like, oh yeah, I've got to, um, oh, I've got to cut some branches off that tree or whatever. And I'll think about getting the chainsaw and then I'll, I'll, I'll just have this wild thought about something going wrong and like cutting a chunk out of my arm or something. Always have these like injury, intrusive thoughts. These, these, yeah, just these fucking, I'll think about, dude, I'll think about something as simple as getting into the car and then just shutting my hand in the door. Like what? And I wonder if that's like 
some type of trauma or something. Like I've had injuries, but nothing like that. I mean, I once shut my friend Mitch's hand in the door and he claimed that I did it on, on purpose. And, um, hey, Mitch, I love you, but that's some bitch shit, dude, to just claim that I did that shit on purpose, you know? That's wild. You know, sometimes I get out of the car and I shut the door behind me and if your hand's in my door, dude, then whose fucking fault is that? Why would you hold my door frame? You know, now that's, that's, that's the type of question that I have. Um, I really hope that this is recording, you know, cause, um, there's a little thing flashing and I'm just, <sighs> okay. It's not flashing anymore. I think it is recording. I'm seeing the sound waves as my voice. Dude, it's sometimes a panic, especially when, you know, you take a three hour hiatus in the middle of the potty and then, um, you come back and the day's almost over. Like if I had to start again, like we're 17 minutes into the show right now, you know? So I don't know what I'm talking about, man, but these intrusive thoughts, man, I had this wild dream. I think it was last night and I think it had something to do with, um, losing, that competition the other night. Um, uh, yeah, so I don't really know what was going on, but I, all I know is basically the end of the dream was Bill Burr was on crack chasing me down the street and he was all shredded up like fucking, you know, he looked like fucking Vin Diesel or some shit, right? And he's all shredded up, chasing me down the street. And I regularly have these dreams where I'm, um, <clears throat> sorry about my throat, throat you guys. I'm re- I regularly have these nightmares where I'm running from something, but my legs won't work. And I told someone this and she said to me, oh, well, is there something in your life that you're trying to get away from? Um, and there absolutely is. There's probably two things in my life that I'm trying to get away from. Um, but one of them is not comedy. Certainly not Bill Burr. I'd probably, in real life, I'd probably run towards Bill Burr. You understand? So I think that was just, maybe I'm trying to run away from the trauma of not winning that contest, dude. And I didn't really, well, I keep telling myself I didn't expect to win, but maybe I did. Maybe that was the, maybe that was the dream saying like, you're really hurt by that. And I was, I was a bit hurt, but you know, what, who's your favorite comedian? Think about that. Did they become a comedian by winning a contest? No, most likely not. So that's, that's the way I see it. If I'm built for this shit, I'm going to make it regardless. You know, maybe that shit could speed it up, you know, by six, nine, 12 months. But um, also maybe, maybe not. Who fucking knows, dude? If you're built, if you're built for something, if you're built for something, you, you're going to get it, you know? Derek Rose had a down period. He come back, you know, and they interview him after the game. He was like, I was born for this shit, dude. And I've had, I think I've had two friends tell me that I was born for this comedy shit, but I'm still finding my feet, still finding my feet, but it's, um, dude, it's fun. And it's fun to chase things. Like imagine doing one set and it's like, boom, you're the best. You're famous. Here you go. I'll be like, okay, over that. It's good to, it's good to improve. It's good to build. It's good to grind it out, dude. It was fun practicing, getting better at basketball, dude. I didn't want to just be the best on day one. 
fucking go and put that work in. Get that action. Dude, I know. Dude, my throat's all fucked up. And I'm thinking, dude, I had this... Um, I think I've said dude about 400 times this podcast, so I'm sorry. Um, I had this ramen for dinner last night. Like two-minute noodle ramen, but from the Asian section of the supermarket. So it didn't have any English on it, except it said two times spicy. Which to me meant this is twice as spicy as usual. And I'm thinking... Well, I love spice and this is like two minute noodles, which is kid food. So two times spicy won't be too spicy. I couldn't finish this bowl of ramen, dude. I keep saying, dude, who am I, Brad? Um, I could not finish this bowl of ramen. It was so fucking spicy. I'm sitting there like taking tiny mouthfuls, thinking that's going to help. My lips hurt, my gums hurt, my tongue hurts. My shit, I like spicy food, but this is brutal. So I had, I had half a half a bowl, threw the rest out, and dude, I was hungry too. And I think dudes, this new thing that I'm just gonna be saying, and I, maybe it's not new. I'm pretty sure I say it a fair bit, but I didn't know I said it this much. I'm catching myself a lot today. Very strange. Um. So yeah, that was last night's ramen, man. It was, it was pretty wild. Um. What else? What else? Uh, there was something else I wanted to say. Was it related to ramen? Fuck, I don't know. Let's take it to the uh, to the news then, Triple M, if we if we can. God damn it! Fucking fucking bush league. All right, Leonardo DiCaprio and his foundation have donated three M's to these wild Australian bushfires, dude. And three M's means three million dollars, dude. Three Christina millions. Um, and that's big time. I mean, he doesn't, Leo doesn't have a podcast and I do. And this is the most charitable podcast and we have donated $75 so far. Um, and that's just, that's without the t-shirt sales. So end of the month, we'll donate the t-shirt sales money. Um, but I didn't want to, while all this shit is happening, I didn't want to be sitting back, not donating. So we, um, we donated $75 off top and then the rest will come at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, shout out to Leo. Um, and his, you know, his client, he's trying to change the climate change game, you know, um, him and Greta Thunberg. Uh, so they were hanging out uh, on Instagram. Um, climate change is real, dude. And if you don't think it is, um, dude, read a read a fucking book. You know, if you don't think climate change is real, son, read a fucking book. <coughs> I don't know if I just got sick or something. I did actually. Um, while Mum was here, I was showing her the chilies on our chili bush, and I. I um, picked one and ate it, and that might be... I might have chili at the back of my throat. You know how chili gets caught at the back of your throat? That might be uh, something that's going on with me right now. Who knows? Or maybe I'm getting sick. Hopefully not. Um, I took more than 10 sick days, um, and I don't, think, I don't think I've even earned 10 sick days yet. I've only been in my current job since April, man. So think about that. Um, what else have we got, man? Um, three M's shout out to Leo, dude. And even, um, 
Let's get this motherfucker a clap, dude. Shout out to Leo. Getting that. <coughs> Shit. Shit, my, my throat's got some problems, Brian. That's no Bruno, for real. Um, and Harry and uh, Meghan, um, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, dude. Um, I guess they're distancing themselves from the, uh, the royal family. And they, they plan on becoming financially independent. Now, let me ask you this question. Oh, well, no, they, they, they're going to do their, their charity. They're going to do a lot of their charity. But I'm wondering this. If they're not with the royal family anymore, can she return to acting? Will we see another season of Suits? I think that's the question that everybody wants to know or needs to be asking. Also, if you are like... 35 Australian woman uh, and you're mad at her for doing this? What What are you talking about, bro? The fuck is your problem? Who gives a fuck about this? Why have we got a queen anyway? What does she do? We got the prime minister making all the rules, um, you know, fucking up the whole planet and shit. Dude, how much green or how much of this is fucking up the ozone layer, all this smoke from this fire, dude. This cannot be good. Climate change is hurting our, pl- hurting our country and then it's going to, what, more smoke's going to make it worse or something? Bigger hole in the ozone layer? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, bro. But what's this motherfucker doing? And why is this woman that always wears the same color like she's gangbanging and she wears a shiny hat, why, why is she on my currency, dude? And why are we mad that, you know, the redhead that married the black chick and they're moving out of the, the royal family? Why are we mad about that? I've got to tell you right now, I really don't care about that at all, bro. <coughs> Maybe here's a bit of my advice is don't, don't just eat a chili just to say like, oh, look how fresh this is. Because I think that's sitting back there towards the back of my throat. No, Bruno. Dude, I had my um, tonsils taken out when I think I was three years old. I used to just get tonsillitis like every couple of days, bro. So they just took them shits out. And I uh, took a stuffed toy to the hospital. His name was Big Bunny. Um, he was a white bunny. He was about as big as I was. And he wore overalls. Um, oh, stuffed bunny. Not a, not a, not a uh, living one. Um, and one day... You know, because kids have imaginations, right? So I was imagining that Big Bunny was cold and I put Big Bunny against the heater and uh, he caught fire. So that was it. That was the end of Big Bunny. And the uh, the living room smelt like fire for probably three weeks too. So, so yeah, I used to be a, I used to be a fucking idiot. Dude. And, this, and that brings me back to like, I, I wonder if I'm retarded sometime, but like, no, I've never been diagnosed or something. Or maybe I have, but I don't even remember it because I'm that fucking, you know, just retarded, dude. And you're not supposed to say the R word, but this is rough, rugged and raw here. The Welcome to the Potty podcast. So it can be rough, rugged, raw and retarded for all I give, you know, for all I care. I'm not going to run for office. Um, you know, I'm not going to try and be on Saturday Night Live and then someone's going to go back to episode 211 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast and be like, he said retarded on it unapologetically, you know, I don't care. I don't want to be on Saturday night live. I just want to do comedy, bruh. I want to stand up, 
tell jokes, make people laugh, have some drinks, go home and fuck, you know? Um, so yeah, Harry and Meghan, I don't care. I just hope that we're going to get another, another season of Suits out of this. I know they're doing a spin-off series called Pearson these days. I'm not sure that I care about that. Uh, Jessica Pearson was probably like my like fourth, fifth or sixth favorite person in the show. You know, you got Harvey and Michael, you got Rachel, you got Donna, you got Lewis Litt. Um, I think most of them come above Jessica, you know? I didn't really care much for Jessica, to be honest. So I don't know why she got a spinoff. Diversity. Um, you know, black woman gets her own show. But isn't, wasn't Scandal a black woman? How to Get Away with Murder, wasn't that a black woman? So I don't know. Thought, uh, I thought trans was all the rage. I thought we got to be giving trans people their own shows. You know? Um, let's not get into that though, hey. Um... Anyway, that's, I think that's all the news. I think that's all the news today. Let's go to sports. We haven't done sports for a while. Let's hit it. All right. NBA. Because that's basically the only sport that I even know that's going on right now. <clears throat> and, and you know, the, the throat Olympics. Whoa, that sounds like... Throat Olympics? That sounds like some Bukaki shit, dude. Anyway. Um, uh, I started this NBA season in a fantasy league. And I don't think I've made any adjustments for over a month. Um... So I'm probably losing the whole thing. But I, and I, I knew it before I was going in. I don't like fantasy. Lavelle asked me to be in it. And I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. Um, you know, he said no money. Because my, my excuse last year was because they were putting money in and then the winner gets. And I was like, I'm not just going to go. Because I know I'm going to lose. I'm not just going to go giving away money, gifting people money. You know, biage. Like. James Biagi just gonna take my fucking money. You know, I'm not giving James Biagi my bread. He's, you know, his foot hurts. He won't even play social anymore. Um, so basically what I'm saying, I, I guess this is a public announcement to say, um, fuck fantasy. I'm done. I'm retiring from fantasy. Um, I'm, but I'll happily continue doing bet with Joel. And I haven't even hit, hit, the sports news yet um i've just been ranting about fantasy and the music the music's actually stopped but we're not going to replay it um i do want to talk about the the little twitter war going on between kendrick perkins and kevin durant <clears throat> so um i don't i don't know where it started i i didn't get the whole feed up um i just took one screenshot but uh, this is Kendrick Perkins saying, KD lost in the second round without Russ when I was there. So what that mean? Kevin Durant responded with, yeah, and our starting center, Kendrick Perkins, averaged a whopping two and three during that series. You played hard though, champ. Lol. And that there, that there, that's that's taking shots, dude. Right? Because, um, because Kendrick Perkins is shit at basketball is what he's trying to say. Um... Kendrick says, boy, stop. You did the weakest move in NBA history. 
up on a team 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals and then go join them following join them the following season. Heart of a champion right there. KD responds, Week is starting at center, playing real minutes with no production. Should have worked on your skills as much as I did. KP, or Kendrick Perkins, says, That's fine. You worked that hard and still had to go join a 73-9 team. Truth be told, you don't even feel like a real champ. You have hard time sleeping at night, huh? Knowing that you took the coward way out. <clears throat> now I'm going to put this shit to bed. Because a lot of people... A lot of people say that shit was a weak move and part of me agrees, but I'm a, I'm a KD advocate. You guys know my feelings on LeBron James. Okay. And we, we can get to that too. Cause we got probably some poor posture coming up later, but anyway, let's, I'm a Kevin Durant advocate. So I'm going to tell you this, this is how it all goes down. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook lost after being up 3-1 three three against the Golden State Warriors, Golden State came back and won in the Western Conference Finals, I believe. Went on to beat... No, went on to lose to Cleveland um, after being up 3-1 in the Finals. I believe that was the year, okay? Now, this is all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. <coughs> God damn it. So, everyone wants to talk about how stacked the Golden State Warriors were, right? Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Let me tell you this. Steph and Clay, killers. Clay never really did shit in the finals until last year when he got injured, okay? Steph beast, Draymond Green, one of the most overrated players in the NBA. One of the most replaceable players in the NBA. Okay? Do I mean any disrespect by that? No. I think he's a capable basketball player. I think he's an NBA starter. Yes. Do I think that losing Draymond Green would have had an impact on the Golden State Warriors? No. I think you could have found somebody to fill that role quite easily. Okay? He averages, you know, you know his his best stats. He's averaging like you know nine nine six and seven or some shit, you know. And that's that's all. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. What I'm saying is, he's not, dude. Okay, I can I can step into the Golden State Warriors team when Steph and Clay are on the court, and I can I can have 15 assists, dude. Because all I need to do is pass them the ball and let them shoot. Okay, so him getting 15 assists isn't him playmaking. So just just understand that. It's him doing one extra pass or something like that. He's not, he's not doing a lot of scoring. He's not doing a lot of rebounding. He's playing defense and that's fine. But there are, there are other defenders, okay? So just let's let's not give him too much credit and say that they had three superstars. They had two superstars and a great role-playing starter. Okay. When they matched up with the Cleveland Cavaliers who beat them, they had Kyrie Irving. So that's Kyrie versus Steph, let's call that even. Let's call Clay versus LeBron even. 
Okay? For argument's sake, even though LeBron's the best player in the world, let's call that even. Kevin Love versus Draymond Green. Let's call that even, even though I've just said that Draymond ain't really shit. Well, I didn't say that. I said he's overrated. So let's call those three even, even though it really sounds like LeBron and Kevin Love out, outdo those matchups. Then you got Andre Iguodala and like J.R. Smith. Um, and you've got, <clears throat> who else? Who else was a starter? I don't know, Livingston. I don't know. It was pretty even going down from there. So that matchup was pretty even. It wasn't that, yeah, they went 73. The Golden State Warriors went 73 and 9 that season. But, you know, if we're, to, if, we're, if we're matching these players off against one another, it's pretty even matchup. And they did get beat. <coughs> they went 73 and 9 and they still didn't win the championship. So don't forget that. So, yeah, KD went to a 73 and 9 team. But he also could have went to Cleveland, right? He also could have went to Cleveland, the winners. He went to... (coughs) (coughs) He went to the losers. That just so happened to knock his team out of the playoffs. I believe this is all correct, but it's all unsourced. Okay? So, yeah. He went to a team that is quote-unquote... Stacked, but <clears throat> if he doesn't go there, do they do they win those next two? I, for one, don't think so. I just don't. He is he is greatness. Okay, I think they get knocked off by Cleveland again if LeBron stays, or even if he doesn't stay. I don't think they make it through the the um. Western Conference without KD. KD added so much. And also, that team wasn't the same team. They had to get rid of a lot to get KD. It was a... I just think people just see 73-9 and and KD joining that and say it's a bitch move, but I don't think it is. Okay? So that's that's how I want to clear that up. Okay? And he, he, he was, what, 27 years old? When he moved, he, he had won MVP. I don't know if he won that twice. Let's say he won it once. Scoring champion a couple of times. Um, you know, like seven-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA. Um, you know, he just had... He, Basically had everything except a championship and he went and got a championship and a finals MVP. That's all he needed for his legacy. Now he can go and try and do it somewhere else. He's going to go and try and do it in Brooklyn. Do I think he's going to be able to pull it off? No. I think, I think we might see the Lakers do it like next year. This year, I don't, this year I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to say, I think in seven games, I think. The Lakers, I just don't know who's supposed to who's supposed to guard Anthony Davis if he's healthy, and that's the thing. He's injury prone. My gut, my gut at the start of the season was Clippers, so I'm going to stick with Clippers. I'm not going to I'm not going to follow the fucking hype of the Lakers. I'm going to say Clippers this season, next season, 
Uh, I don't know who's up for free agency. <clears throat> but next season, I think we're looking at the, t- the two LA teams again and Milwaukee again. They might, they might acquire something. I don't know. I don't know, but I love the Greek freak. I'd love to see him win one. I'd love to. <coughs> um, I think Kyrie's going to retire early. I don't know how early. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't see Kyrie ever winning a championship again without the squad that he had that year. Um, I like Brooklyn, but I don't think him and KD can do it alone. I think they've got some other good pieces, but I don't think I don't think it's enough to win a championship. Um, and I just don't like Kyrie. I don't like Kyrie's whole whole thing. I just don't like whatever his whole fucking shit is. So yeah, he's gonna retire early. I think he's got like mental health or something. Um, anyway, so that's. I guess that's what I was saying. Like those two are beefing. I just don't think that KD fucked up by by doing that move. I don't think it's as bad as people were saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> um, Blake Griffin likely to have knee surgery, um, and Detroit has applied for a nine point two million dollar disabled player exemption. Now, I think. I don't know what that means and I haven't Googled it because this is uh, the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. So unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But I think that means basically that uh, it's an exemption to their salary cap and they can try and pick up someone else worth $9.2 million, basically. Um, sounds, does that sound like a lot or sounds like a pretty reasonable player to me? Pick me up, you know? Um, so... So that's something that could be happening. Uh, trade deadline's coming up, so I think we're going to see some shit. I think Kuzma's on the chopping block. Oh, we're not even get, we're not up to that yet. Um, Joel Embiid has had hand surgery, and they're saying he will get reevaluated in one two weeks. So he's he's going to be out for a bit. Is this what Philly needs, or is it going to hurt them? I. I just think something needed to change. I think Joel Embiid is—he's got the tools to be one of the best players in the league. <clears throat> um, so I—I I just think I, I, there's something going on in Philly. I think they've got a lot of promise, but they're just not. Something's not right. I don't know what it is. People keep blaming Ben Simmons. He's doing everything but shooting threes. You got to leave the guy alone. He does need to develop a jumper, but that's not—that's not why they're losing. Um, <clears throat> so he's actually a hundred percent ever for three pointers. He's one for one. So let's just remember that. Um, yeah. So I don't know, maybe Embiid coming out will have the Patrick Ewing effect. Um, and if you don't know what that is, that's, that's when, you know, one of your best players or your best player gets injured and everyone kind of steps up and the, the, the camaraderie like kind of gets the players over the line a bit and it brings a new energy. And so maybe the Patrick Ewing effect could kick in for uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Who knows? But that's um, that's a kind of a hope I have for them. Um, even though they're in the East and my balls are just getting waxed daily. Um, <clears throat> what else do we have here? Oh, Kyle Kuzma. Um, he's finna get traded. All right. So uh, I don't remember if I talked about this, but basically his trainer put up a, uh, a story on Instagram saying we need to address something about uh, Kawhi Leonard being better than LeBron James. And then 
Kyle Kuzma tweeted, um, call a spade a spade. <clears throat> Which, um, you know, that's, that's just fucking retarded, dude. And I, I keep using the R word today and uh, I won't stop. I won't stop. Um, it's just, it is, like, what are you doing, dude? And he's old enough to know better, I think. Um, I also don't know how old he is. But um, ever since then, he's been in trade talks with the, uh, yeah, the Lakers. So uh, I think we're going to see Kuzma move somewhere. Kuzma mover. Um, and I think their original mistake was getting rid of Brandon Ingram and not Kuzma. I think Ingram, Ingram's upside is way more than Kuzma's. Um, I think he's improved more than Kuzma already, and I think he's still got a lot more improving to do, and I just don't see that out of Kuzma. Um, so, hey, I'm not disrespecting Kuzma either. I think he's a, great, I think he's a good player. I think he's a very good player. Um, but I, I don't know. I think he's... I, don't, there's, I think he's got some bitch in him, to be honest. Um, so I think the Lakers are going to say goodbye to Kuzma and I think they're going to get another, probably another important piece. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they got, um, an Andre Iguodala and we saw Kuzma go to, uh, Memphis or whatever, wherever Andre Iguodala is at the moment. Um, and I think today, uh, the day that this is being recorded, not the day you're listening to all this game's over, but, um, the Lakers and the Mavs. I'm having a rematch, uh, and I I wish that I was watching that. Um, let's actually let's actually just look it up right now. See if it's um see if it's on. I'll give you guys a little uh, score update, live score update, um, live from the day before. You know, uh, first quarter and the Lakers are up 11, 30 to nineteen. Um, they're putting numbers on the board. So um, yeah, I think Luca the goat versus LeBron. LeBron blames. Um, that would be that would be a good little rematch there. I hope Luca dominates. I hope he gets a triple double, a thirty point triple double or something like that. I'm thinking 30, 11, and twelve. I'm thinking those are those are some good numbers for him. Um, yeah. So that's all my my NBA news really. Uh, I thought I thought that was a pretty good like breakdown and analysis and um, yeah, just that's what we do. I don't know if you guys remember when uh, me and Dante, uh, Mister International Heem. Used to give each other, you know, self self backpats. Um, you know, when we've got good takes, uh, and it's e- it is easy for me. Easy money. Um, but uh, yeah, sometimes you got to pat, pat yourself on the back. For that shit. Um, but let's take it to poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. I got several emails this week from people sending in uh, people on flights eating wild snacks. Two that come to mind are one person was eating bok choy out of a bag, not cooked, just raw. Now, I've never eaten raw bok choy. I usually have it in Asian dishes. Um, Raw bok choy out of a bag, raw celery out of a bag, and this one is wild and absolutely unacceptable. Corn on the cob, uncooked, literally peeling the, the, the leaves off of the ear of corn and then just biting into raw corn. Um, get your shit together, dude. This ain't, you know, this ain't a pig farm. You know, you ain't eating grains on a flight. And people, dude, people on flights are so fucking disgusting, dude. And 
when flies go down, I sometimes just think to myself, like, I wonder how many of them were pieces of shit anyway. Because people just do what they want on flies. People go barefoot. Dude, I've, I've talked about this before on the potty. I've seen people go barefoot into an airplane toilet. Dude, every time I go to an airplane toilet, there is piss everywhere. And I wouldn't in a million years go in there barefoot. And this is the kind of people that they're letting into the, the dangerous skies, bro. The unfriendly skies. So, you need to think about that. Like, these are the people you're... Dude, if someone comes with a bag of vegetables, I think maybe put them in that little side room and they need to have some questioning. That's not a stable person. They're just, oh, so you're going to eat raw corn? There's definitely something upstairs that's not right. And we need, to, we need to explore it. We need a psychiatrist on deck. Maybe give them some Valium or something to calm them down before they get in the flight. Because we don't want, we don't want that wreck. Um, and there was another one someone sent in. Family Feud, I think it's in the US. Um... There was a, there was a, um, what's it called? Sudden, sudden death. I think they do sudden death at the end of the game. And the question was easy as a motherfucker, but, uh, let's just, let's just listen to this. 300 points, which means we're going to sudden death. Give me Logan. Give me Eve. (laughs) All right. Real simple. There's one question. Only one answer. Whoever gets it, you're playing for $10,000. That's it. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken. And she's so excited, dude. She starts dancing. And notice how I'm not laughing at this. Because it's unacceptable to be this stupid. She's dancing around like, oh, I got there quicker. So she's... He said, what's Popeye's favorite food? And she said chicken and started dancing. Okay. And you can hear immediately the crowd starts laughing like you fuck. Okay. Let's just keep this going. Oh my God. And that's one of her family members. Because you know how you go on family feud with your family. That's one of her family members saying, oh my God. Like what an idiot. Let's keep going. Chicken. <laughs> Spinach, Jerry. And that guy that was against her, the way he said it was spinach, Jerry. Like he was disappointed in the other, his competitor. He was disappointed in his competitor for being such a, and yes, I'm going to say it again, dude, retard. And if you want, you can straight up go to the dictionary and check if that's a word. It's a word. So we got to use it. All right. Well, that's... So is nigger. <laughs> anyway, um, dude, she goes, chicken, and starts dancing like, like she's like in your face and she's wrong. Because if you're, if you're from, if you're not from America or Canada, I think this is, I think this is um, Family Feud Canada. Um, Popeye's is a chicken restaurant chain. It's like KFC, but it's better. It's Popeye's chicken. And the question was, what's Popeye's favorite food? And 
the question meant Popeye the Sailor Man. Okay, if if you are all as stupid as this chick, the 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 question meant Popeye the Sailor Man, and she said chicken. The answer is spinach, Jerry. Okay, and maybe you know maybe olive oil would have been um, accepted because like you know. Popeye's no no stranger to that pussy. Um, yeah, dude, but that, that dude embarrass yourself. Your posture's fucked up. You probably slipped a disc doing that dance, and you you know you need to see a chiropractor. You look like a candy cane, dude. Your posture's fucked up. Chicken, God, dude. If that was my girl, I'd be so mad. I think that would be the end. I think that would be, it wouldn't be because that's, you know, Rachel, would, that's something Rachel would do, I think. I think, nah, nah, I've got to give Rachel more credit than that. She wouldn't know the answer to that, but she wouldn't say chicken and then start dancing. That's for sure. I'm going to ask Rachel that question later, maybe, and see what she thinks. But, dude, that was unacceptable. So, whoever sent that in, um, thank you. Do we have, who emailed that in? Wesley. That's wild. That's wild. I don't know any Wesleys. I know a guy named Wes, but his real name's um Matt DeCoya. And uh I actually need to message um him and Watto because they actually came out. And I've said this on the podcast before, in the early days, maybe in the first two episodes of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um they you know, I think it was Wes and Watto actually started the unsourced movement. So, um, I, I probably should send them a couple of free t-shirts. Um, what else have we got? Let's do, let's move into, uh, I reckon Clay's reviews. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costume? This segment is Clay's Reviews. All right. So last night I watched a movie. It's on Netflix called Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Um, two separate words though, but it's called Lady Bird. Um, and I guess it's like a coming of age, like a, a teenage girl's coming of age film. Um, she's an artistic sort of person. She likes theater um, and the arts type of stuff. Uh, she's a bit of a nerd. And... She goes through growing pains, you know, where you, you get a bit fickle. You want to hang out with the popular kids and you leave your real friends behind. But then you realize later and you got to go back to your friends. You know, you have arguments with your mom. Her mom's a bit of a bitch though, but arguments with her mom and um, disagreements. But then, you know, they, they resolve at the end of the movie. And it was a beautiful film. And I think it's won some awards. Uh, you know, let's, uh, Lady Bird, let's give it a quick Google and see what... Um, Awards it won. Uh, da, 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 da. IMDb, that's usually got. And the, the main character's name is um, Greta Gerwig. And the other woman that I recognize, I think she was from Roseanne. Uh, Laurie Metcalf, I think. Um, anyway. Uh, details, box office. Where's the awards part? Nominated for five Oscars awards. I'm I'm sure it won an Oscar. No, it was. Um, 
Okay, nominated for Best Motion Picture, Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role. So that's Swase Ronan. Who's that? Oh, that was the... Who's Greta Thunberg then? Sorry, I thought the, the main... No, <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Greta Gerwig. Sorry, Greta Thunberg's the... Uh, oh, Greta Gerwig was the director. Sorry. Um, Greta Thunberg is the, the teenage... Um, climate change advocate. Um, yeah, but it was, it was very beautiful, very beautiful film. It was like, um, a female super bad, but dark, maybe. It's almost like female super bad, um, meets garden state. Maybe. I don't know. I would see it though. It was, um, you know, Relatable is definitely relatable for sure. But anyway, uh, 7.5 out of 10 for that. Um, and, uh, advice or would you, let's go. Would you rather, um, I think I saw a couple of those, uh, in the, uh, inbox here. We don't have a uh, theme song for Would You Rather yet. And I'm, I'm hoping to, um, I'm hoping you guys start sending in some more like um, YouTube clips, like wild clips, uh, probably maximum 30 seconds, just so we can um, maybe do like a YouTube video of the week or, or maybe like a clip of the week segment. Yeah, let's, I'll just write down clip of the week. Clip of the week and then maybe if you guys can send in that stuff that'd be pretty cool too oh before we go to clip of the week um i remembered uh poor posture now lebron james son is a teenager he's in high school but he's on tiktok doing dancing and shit and when i saw it i was just sickened by it uh, mostly because i'm an old man and that's just not my jam but also I was just like, this is absolutely LeBron James's son. There's no way that you can like go on a TikTok with that kind of confidence without being LeBron James's son. And it just made me upset. Made me upset. Um, so thank you, Jay, for sending that in. But um, he's wearing yellow sunglasses and just doing the... Oh, man. How are you expected to grow up when LeBron James never did? You know? The fucking... Anyway, let's not get back into LeBron James. Uh, where would you rather? Um, and I've got. Would you rather look strong but be weak, or look weak but be strong? I'd say I'm at the. I think I probably look strong and am weak right now. I'm pretty strong though, but not like heaps strong. Um, or look weak but be strong. I've got to say, I think to me, with my lifestyle, like I don't really need to be strong. So I think to me. Aesthetics is more um, appealing depending on how weak you're talking because I do need to be able to, you know, lift a microphone and talk into it like that. That's important. It depends how weak you mean. But if you just mean like not good at going to the gym, like I already am that and I'm quite happy with that. But I'd say look strong, but be weak because I don't really need to be strong anymore. You, you know, when I was playing, I would prefer to look weak, but be strong. And then people underestimate me. That'd be dope. Um, so yeah, but right now, this time in my life, 
look strong, be weak. Um, what else have we got? Would you rather every time you enter a room, Imperial March plays, or every time you get in a fight or argument, Duel of the Fates plays? Um, and that's from someone called Seth. And hey, Seth, no one knows either of those songs. So, okay, no. let's go to YouTube. Let's go to YouTube just so that. Um, hold on, what were they? What were the songs called? Imperial March. Imperial March. Oh, okay, so this is from Star Wars. And this is every time I enter a room, okay. I could fuck with this, walking into a room. Yeah, I could fuck with that. Entering a room, but let's... What's the other one? Um, if I get in a fight, Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates. And this is going to be Star Wars again, I'm guessing. And let's just listen to this one. Hungry Jack's penny God damn it, dude. YouTube just fucking kills me, bro. Jacks. Good God. It's a great summer competition. Why, why back to back ads? Why back to back ads? You're kidding. as much and I think I'd forget I think I'd forget like my, my point in the argument maybe it would diffuse arguments um, and I get into arguments less than I walk into rooms so I wouldn't get sick of it as quick so maybe let's fucking stop that shit um, yeah maybe I'd take the argument one duel of the fates for arguments uh, and Seth you are a nerd um would you rather be able to rewind time up to a whole minute back into the past? Or would you rather be able to see a minute into your future? One minute. Um, one minute. Yeah, probably. Let's go, let's go a minute into the future. Uh, and I'll tell you why. A minute into the past rewinding a minute into the past. I usually don't assess and, you know, sort of think about my mistakes that quickly. So if I say or do something, I'm not a minute later thinking, ah, I would have done it this way. I'm usually like, usually in the shower or, yeah, you in the shower, I definitely feel a lot of regret sometimes. <laughs> in the shower, there's definitely, there's certainly times I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I remember in fifth grade when I did this. Or whatever. Um, so I don't think I don't think I would have enough uh, of a I don't know like an intrinsic compass to to know when I need to go back one minute. But I could oftentimes be like, let's have a look one minute into the future here and see what happens. Uh, so I'd take that. 
Um, would you rather die right now or never die? And that's, that's a good question because do I keep aging? Like, do I end up being 10,000 years old and just like shitting my pants all the time and like, you know, withered down, I'm just so wrinkly, but still alive. Or do I get to be 29 for 10,000 years? Cause I'd take that. I'd just say, yeah, why not? Why not? Cause I'd have to work for 10,000 years. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh man, what a nightmare that'd be. Cause how, how long can you be on a pension? Like if I turn 65 and I retire, how long do they pay your pension for? You know? So I'd die right now unless I did some research on pensions. Um, would you rather be best friends with The Rock or Kevin Hart? I got to take Kevin Hart. Oh, no, sorry. God, that was the incorrect. I meant I got to take The Rock because The Rock seems more, well, his voice isn't as annoying. Um, he seems more real mentally. Um, like he's got depression and all of this, which, you know, it shouldn't be why I want to hang out with somebody, but, um, maybe that says something about myself and maybe he can help me out in the gym so that, you know, I don't only look strong, but I can also be strong. You know, if we go back to that first, would you rather question, um, and you know, maybe he's got the hookup for some good, um, steroids that, um, you know, don't give you back knee because he doesn't look like he's got much back knee. Um, and that's my final loud. Like this is absolute bush league today. Um, and yeah, Kevin Hart. I just think, as small as he is, and as much as he tries to act humble, I think the reason he talks so much about being humble is just because he's not. He's very into himself. He's just done a another um, documentary on Netflix. Yeah, you get paid for it. And yeah, he's just trying... I think he's trying to make himself look good. And yeah, there's parts of it that he's left in that make him look like a bit of a dick. But it's also like, I've learned from this. and I've Just, I think he's just trying too hard to just be this fucking... The people's champ. But I think The Rock truly is the people's champ. So that's... I just think there's more genuinity. Ingenuity. um, Genuinity. Fuck. And this is where that R word comes back. So let's just, um, genuinity. Let's see if that's a, is genuity a word? Genuity. Yeah. So I think there's more genuity in the rock. So, um, and that's it. I'm not going to go advice today. We've gone over an hour here. We've done our would you rather's and I like, keep sending them in. They're, uh, they're good questions. And I like to, instead of just answering, I like to tell you why, if you haven't realized, I like to bring, I like to bring the, the whys to you. So, um, yeah, man, that's, that's, oh, fuck it. We better do Cause otherwise let me get one advice done. Cause otherwise they, they stack up and I don't get through them. But also guys, like, please stop sending the long ones. Cause I, I I'm honestly not going to do it. I'm honestly just not going to um, to read the long ones. But let's just do one. Uh, this one, no, that seems too dark. Also, if I keep doing these at the end of the show. First off, if you keep sending in shit that's too dark, I, um, 
if I do them at the start of the show, it's hard to recover from and re-funny the show. And you don't want to end on on a, you know, some bullshit, dude. So um, let's, let's try and find some. Okay, this one here doesn't seem too dark. Um, and this is from Christina. Another lady, I am a 27-year-old female, just found out that I make a lot more money than my co-worker, who's a 25-year-old female, who has the same job. I actually found out that I make a pretty significant amount, almost 10K more than my co-worker. She has been there longer than me, and we have the same job. She doesn't know that I know and doesn't know what I make. I want to tell her, especially because she is looking for a new job, and I want to avoid her being underpaid again. I don't know the reason for the disparity. I do have a bit more experience coming into this job and a senior member of the team left around the same time I joined, so there may have been more money in the budget when they hired me, but all of this is speculation. My coworker and I are good friends and I really want to help her, but I don't know how. Admittedly, I don't want there to be a rift between us because of this. I feel like it's selfish to keep this info to myself though. I would happily advocate she get a pay bump so we're making the same. I'd even advocate she make more than me but we have a corporate bureaucratic system and I have no pull to make that happen. Since she's looking for a new job, it seems best to concentrate on helping her there, but I'm still not sure how to approach this. Thank you. Thank you for all of your advice. Uh, I don't need to read that. Thank you uh, for the kind words, but I'm not going to read that because it makes me look like I'm Essen, my own D. But um, I would say that uh what well first off i don't what do you mean you accidentally found out why how did you find out and why and why i don't know if she's looking for a new job why do you need to let her know what she what you're making put it this way my current job that i'm at I didn't get a contract given to me. I got basically asked if I was willing to leave my job to join them. And I said, I was happy where I was at. And they said, but basically, what are your terms? And I gave them my terms and they agreed to those. So that is how, um, you know, I would, I would assume that, there's pay disparity between people with a similar or same role as me. So, and even both ways, there's probably people, there's probably people in my role with more money than me. Um, there was a guy that just started um, maybe just before Christmas. Um, and he is probably 15 or 20 years older than me, um, which to me means he's got much more experience than me. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's on more money than me and he's been there for what, a month? And I've been there for, uh, I don't know, nine months. It happens. Um, you said she's been long, long, she's been there longer than you, but yeah, you said you had more experience. Like, I don't think it's that she's being underpaid. You, you don't, you don't make that, you don't make that, um, call depending on what you make, or maybe you're not making much and you're still making 10K more than her, then that's pretty wild. And you need to say, hey, are you new job? Like, well, even then, if you say something, 
it's it's kind of uncomfortable because you're you're telling her I know what you make, and for some reason I haven't told you. I wrote, uh, excuse me, I wrote into a podcast first to ask to ask um whether I should tell you, and I've kept it a secret for three weeks. You know, like I don't know, I don't know. I just wouldn't um. Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether you're saying she's been underpaid, right? It's just the way you've 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 given me this question is you're saying she's being underpaid, but the way you said it in the in the subject line you just said I've I just found out that I make a lot more money. No, I make a lot more than my coworker who has the same job, and I'd say that that's pretty. Um common people often some people get a contract put in front of them and they don't have the confidence to say uh you got to do better than that or you know i was actually i actually had this number in mind or whatever so some people just sign the contract that gets given to them and maybe she did that and maybe you didn't maybe you got poached later and like you said maybe they had more money in the bag at that point they could offer more and financially it makes sense to give a five percent raise each year instead of a 30 percent raise straight away just because we got the money you got it like there's business to it as well i don't know if your friend's being undercut I, I, i don't think you gave me enough information i don't think you need to get involved in her financial life you weren't involved before you knew i don't know why you know you say you accept what you said is I accidentally found out. I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know what that means. But accident, why don't you just accidentally forget how much she makes? Um, yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't all add up. Seems maybe Shay, maybe you checked. I don't know that it's an accident. I think maybe you checked and, that's, and now you feel bad that you checked and you're fucking, you know, you're bowling out buying Rolls Royces and shit and she's sitting there eating lettuces, you know? And I just compared cars to lunches. So that's how we're finishing the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. Follow Welcome to the Potty on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Just look up Welcome to the Potty. You'll find us. Rate and review us on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, um, Stitcher, um, what else are we on? Google Podcasts, all of it. Radio Public, Castbox, Anchor. Rate and review us five stars, please. Gets us more sponsorships. It gets us more bread. It gets us more happy to do this podcast. And hey, I'm already a very happy man to be doing this. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's get our listeners up. Let's build this community. You know, the more listeners I get, the more the more five-star ratings I get, the more money I make, the more competitions I hold, the more money you can, can, can potentially make. You know? Think about that. If you know any single parents that could use a night off, a nice dinner with childcare paid for, hit, hit the DMs and we will sort that out for them. We are the most charitable podcast. Use that. And also... Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty enter promo code potty exclusive 50 and also welcome to the potty.com slash store buy yourself a butter soft welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt 50% of all proceeds are going 
to the bushfire crisis here in Australia. I love you guys. Thank you for joining me yet again. I love you guys so goddamn much. You're my people. Don't forget to love yourselves, man. This is Welcome to the Potty, and as always, bung bung. Baby